she was an entrepreneur slash inventor and is known as the first African-American woman to receive a United States patent. Oh, we were wrong. You know, we were thinking about that character in The Crucible. I was. was Patent applications had nowhere that you checked, like, what race you were. Oh, okay. Oh. And around that time... Most women submitted patent applications with just their initials so that they were taken more seriously. So people have done like extensive research trying to figure out like all the patents before this. Like were any of these African-American women, were they African-American men? Like, but this is the first one that they know for sure an African-American woman got this patent. Okay. That is awesome. Welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I'm Justin Xavier. I'm Sarah Gorski. And I'm Sam Eggers. And today we are talking about Sarah Elizabeth Good. I've heard that name. You know this name? I've heard it, but maybe... Okay, tell me. Okay. It sounds Puritan. (laughs) So she was an entrepreneur slash inventor and is known as the first African-American woman to receive a United States patent. Oh, we were oh, wrong. You know, we were thinking wrong. about that character in The Crucible. I was. I was thinking like Goody <laughs> Proctor. And, wow, yeah, we're the worst yeah. white I girls mean, in the world. <laughs> so wrong. So, so That is what wrong. I was thinking. But hey, you know, you knew a good person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she sounds like a badass broad. So what she... Okay, we'll go through her life before we get to what she invented. She was born in 1850 or 1855 in Toledo, Ohio. There's a Toledo. there's a five-year gap there in the different citations that I found, but there are multiple sources. Multiple sources said 1850, and okay. I only found one source that said 1855, and that also said that it was an unsecured site. Kind of seemed like some a site that someone had set up. Mm-hmm. But And you also got hacked, is what you're telling us. Yes. Uh, My computer is wiped. (laughs) Um, She's our first Ohio broad. Oh, possibly. Mm -hmm. I think so. But Wikipedia also says 1855, but they don't have a citation on it that links anywhere. And all of their their citations that they do have link to sites that say 1850 instead of 1855. So I'm going to say 1850. Uh, She was born the same year that the Fugitive Slave Act was enacted. She was born, technically, she was born a slave shortly before the Civil War ended. When when the Civil War did end, she moved to Chicago and met a man named Archibald Good. um, How old was she when she moved? She was, hmm, whatever year the... The worst questions. Whatever year the the Civil War ended. 65? (laughs) 65. She was 15. Wow. Okay. And uh, moved to Chicago. Yeah, met and married Archibald Good, who was a stair builder and upholsterer, and they opened a furniture store together. Wow. And now th- I want to say this before I get into it again. Uh, it is possible that there were earlier African-American women who received patents. I found this whole page that was like, mm. patent applications had nowhere that you checked like your, what race you were. Oh, okay. Oh. And around that, that time... Most women submitted patent applications with just their initials so that they were taken more seriously. So people have done like extensive research trying to figure out like all the patents before this. Like were any of these African-American women, were they African-American men? Like who were all these people? But this is the first one that they know for sure an African-American woman got this patent. Okay. That is awesome. I wish we still didn't have to do that practice. I know. But it still Mm -hmm. happens. So... 
customers at their furniture store were complaining that their apartments were too small and couldn't fit the furniture. So she decided, <laughs> so that's, what, that's what it is. <laughs> Your furniture's too big. It's too big. And our apartments are too small. Couches for 14. <laughs> beds for 70. In general, the issue was that people didn't have room for beds. Oh. Um, so she decided to invent a desk that folded out into a bed. Amazing. Uh, called it the folding cabinet bed, uh, later called the hideaway bed. So, and she designed this whole intricate, there's like a, a really cool picture of like the schematics of it mm-hmm. and how it folds out where you like lift up the, the part of it that's a desk and then you can pull it out and it like unfolds very nicely and easily in the way she kind of designed it. Um, she invented that? She or that she amazing. and her husband. Yeah, they just... I mean, that is such a staple, I think, of so many apartment. The hide the hide bed Well, now we call them hide-a-beds, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the, the hideaway bed that we actually know of was invented later. Um, but this was like a precursor. Right. It says... Same concept. Yeah, precursor to the Murphy bed, which was patented in 1900. Oh, okay. And the Murphy bed is like the one that goes in the wall. That's the right. one that people mm-hmm. like know. And then the the other one is like the, the couch bed, but she didn't patent a couch bed. Yeah. She counted, patented a desk bed. Yeah. Which one's... What do you call the drawer bed? You know the one where you like... Oh, the a bo- trundle. A trundle. A trundle? Oh, I've never heard of a trundle. Really? Maybe yeah. it's a suburban thing maybe i made this up <laughs> no i think it's a trundle no, you're right you're probably right I, I believe remember. you and there's no information about whether or not the that her bed was widespread or how well it sold or if it was mass produced they just have the patent really were, were her customers thrilled do we have any reviews no we don't know there's no yelp reviews <laughs> no yelp i searched reviews. i was searching yelp hardcore i was like sarah good what's up <laughs> nothing not do a single thing that that bed is as uncomfortable as every sofa bed we've ever slept on it has to be at least as uncomfortable <laughs> as all of them but Were beds even comfortable back then i don't even know that's yeah. a good question <laughs> probably not we didn't have memory foam yet Mm-mm. nope and then the other thing that i wrote down is that there was also a note about the first african-american woman to receive any patent was judy w reed in 1884, uh, Sarah Good, 1885, she got her patent and was the first woman to receive a U.S. patent, oh. whereas Judy Reed, one year earlier, had received another patent. But Judy Reed signed with an X instead of her signature, leading people to think that she was illiterate. And also, outside of that patent registration, there is no evidence of Judy Reed's existence. What There's literally nothing in any documents. Like a birth certificate or anything? Nothing. Mm. The only crazy. place that that name appears is on the patent application. What was it a patent for? Uh, an improved dough roller to like roll out in the kitchen. A rolling pin. Yeah, it was an improved version a of a rolling roller. pin. Yeah. Justin, God bless. That's what it was called. It was. That's what it said in I the just patent like, application. Using the dough, the word dough roller. I said, said dough roller. She can put rolling pin. Maybe she didn't know how to spell it. She maybe thought, nobody called it a rolling pin yet. Maybe. Maybe they were like, get the dough roller. I that don't know. That makes more sense than rolling pin. It's fair. That thing doesn't look like a pin. Well, it doesn't look like a bowling pin. That. Maybe rolling pin came out because they rhyme. Rolling pin and rolling pin. I don't know. <laughs> no, because the rolling pin has a pin through it. With, to the handles. Oh, to the... And uh, I see, that's the Are you talking oh, about, see. like, a French rolling pin with the... It's, like, just the piece of wood? I didn't know there was a French... I was definitely thinking pen. of a piece of wood. I spend too much time in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>
there's there's a kind that's not a piece of wood (laughs) no no it's a difference of like moving parts where like the center rotates around the pin and you hold the handles and it like moves Mm -hmm. whereas a solid piece of wood you like are rolling the whole thing like oh i see i'm sure this makes no sense no i get it i got you what you're talking about (laughs) and this is beside the point we're not even talking about rolling pins but yeah, outside of that, there's not really any other evidence about anything or anything about Sarah Good's life. I tried to find more information. After and that, there's nothing? There's really not much. It says it's unknown how she died. Uh, we know the patent number was 322,177. Don't know if that means anything, but... She is the furniture oh. Tetris queen. Yeah, she invented some cool stuff and then a bunch of other people made similar things. What year was the patent she got? Uh, 1885. 85. Wow. A yeah. pull-out bed in 1885, that's pretty extreme. Oh, yeah. You that's People come into your apartment, and they're like, their minds would be blown. I bet the first person to buy one of those was showing it off to everyone in the neighborhood. They you got to come see my, my like, desk come bed. See my, come see my pull-out bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that era's Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go, let's go over and see my pull-out bed. They probably invited the whole neighborhood over, and they were like, <laughs> at some mysterious time, we're not going to tell anyone why they're here, but we're just going to turn the desk into a bed and see if anyone <laughs> blows Did their mind. Did it say if her and her husband like invented it together? Like, obviously his name wasn't on the patent, but... Uh, it doesn't really, and I think he died shortly after the patent happened. Oh, mm. so she got to keep all the money, right? Yeah, maybe uh, if she there was any. Just, I'd like to think she like took her money and like just made a new life for herself. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice ending to this. But that's all I have. So wow, <laughs> really, you know. Well, she still is abroad. We should know. I'm gonna think about I her mean, every time I have in the sleep in a pull-out couch. I'm gonna think Sarah about, Good. You no, know, this would be better if it was a desk. Yeah. <laughs> I love inventor broads. They're so much smarter than everyone around them, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I love them. And they just know it. And you know they're not being treated like they're smarter than everyone no, around them. No, they're probably treated the opposite. But they got their patents anyway. So thank you for listening. If you want to support the show, leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend about the show. You can always reach out to us on Instagram with any broads that you think we should cover on a future episode or to tell us anything that we may have gotten wrong. Happens. That is at broads you should know. Or email us at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. You can head to our website, broadsyoushouldknow.com, to find more information about all of the broads we've covered on this show and find all of our sources. And we will be back next week to tell you all about another broad that you should know.